0: Welcome to From the
1: Producers' Office, a series of informal podcasts with Opera Holland Park's Director of Opera, James Clutton. In conversation with creatives and collaborators, we explore the process of putting opera on stage and how the artists involved approach their craft.
2: Hello, welcome to From the Producers' Office. I'm James Clutton, Director of Opera, Opera Holland Park. Today I've got with me two of the stars of one of our new productions of Cunning Little Vixen, Julius Borson and Jennifer France. Welcome both.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Great well, to be here
2: again. Oh, here we are again. OK, to put the picture in, we're talking in the end of June now, um, and we're actually sitting in the theatre itself, in our open-air theatre in Holland Park. Um, so you're both on Kind of Little Vixen. Julia, tell us a bit about the this piece.
1: Well, it's by the Czech composer Janáček, who, it is a different piece coming from him, because the other pieces are very... I mean, they're, they're quite dark. They're mm-hmm. about women who, who suffer a lot, <laughs> and this piece is about uh, a vixen who is very strong and, and yeah, she suffers but in a, in a different way. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it's all about animals. And
2: so it's animals. nice seeing that we're not going to tell everyone what we're doing with the animals yet, but it's uh, a <laughs> but it's a straight it's a, it's a great thing. Jenny, you've um you've worked here a lot over the years, obviously. Um, what do you make of this piece itself?
0: Well, I mean, for me, I've always, always wanted to sing this role. It's a role that's, that, throughout my kind of musical education, and everything has always, I've always come back to it. Right. I remember, I'm pretty sure it was the first opera I ever saw at the Royal Opera House. Wow! It was taken as part of my GCSE right. uh, music. Wow! Uh, with my school. Good were, school. Yeah. Good school yeah. to take you to that, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we were up in the amphitheater, um, and it was the very famous uh, Royal Opera House production. Yeah. And I was just utterly spellbound by it, cause it had mm. all these circles in it because this opera, for me, the biggest theme is about the circle of life. Yeah, you know, it, the, the, we go through a whole circle of, yeah. the, of the seasons. You know, spring, autumn, yeah. summer, winter, everything, uh, and it's all about. The natural world. You know, it's about the fact that we are born, we we live, and then we ultimately die, and it happens in within humans and within the animals as well. So it's um, for me, this is a a really it's the combination of a of a long dream, and also when Julie and I were first talking about uh, wanting to do this opera, we couldn't think of a better. Setting than doing it in the middle of a park. Yes, we're
2: going to go back to that because there's a funny story there, I think, and we're going to talk about that. Um, um, you, I think you said it then, but I didn't catch it. Um, how old would you have been then when you did that? When you went to see it at the uh, Royal Opera House?
0: I think I was about 15. Right, OK. Yeah, so we're talking a long time that I've known this music. Yeah.
2: Mm. And Judy, you think, though, because obviously it is aimed at families in certain ways, even though it has its own dark themes, you know, as well as things, but, um, but families do seem to enjoy it. You'd recommend it to, to kids, to, to families to bring their kids, yeah?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, this version is obviously... Uh, created that way so um, because you could do it in in many ways I mean I've seen it in in very strange concept ways
2: have you done it it before have you done this role no no No. Jenny have you no that's what we love
1: we love that
2: yeah we love that so you've seen it in very different ways
1: yeah but this is this is going to be a very sweet and I think entertaining uh, version and it's going to be in
2: English so uh, very
1: accessible.
2: It's a it's a big thing that because as you both know we do most of our work here in the original language, um, but this just seemed right to do it in English. That did you both think that was right when we told you that, or were you were you hoping it would be in the Czech, or which way around?
0: Uh, I think it's I think it's right. Um, I've done I've done lots of different operas in English translations or or in the original, and I think for for a piece like this, it's. The music is, plays a huge part, so you know, and obviously you don't need yeah. um, need words for that. Yeah, they're I quite think, long
2: pieces of uh, yeah, orchestra yeah, the, music. The
0: orchestra is, is the other role, yeah. the big role in this. Yeah. Um, but I think for, for this kind of piece, which is about the natural world and it's about it's it's really it's earthy. Mm-hmm. I think to have the immediacy of doing it in the language of most of the people mm-hmm. coming to watch it, I think it it's, um, it's the it's the best thing for it.
2: Julia, you think that?
0: Well,
1: yes, I also think that that doing it in in the in the audience language is 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 very nice, especially when it's a family show. But um, of course, as a singer, (laughs) it's always best to sing in the language in which it's it's composed, because that's how it always lies better. Yeah. And actually, this time, because Fox is not such a long role, I've actually sung it in, in Czech first. Right. Um, to just sing it in oh, properly, yeah, uh, because it is tricky with English. I find. Yeah. Um well, I've also done a lot of English translations, and and um, it, it vocally it well, it has yeah some difficulties.
2: So. I think I, I'm with you on that. And the original language on the whole. Uh, and um, a couple of years ago, you had an amazing success here as Katya. And I have to say, that uh, even though a lot of people still would like in English, I would never dream of doing that in English. Yeah. We did that in Czech. Um, nice. It just seemed to fit much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're pretty different roles. I mean, that was a great role for you here, wasn't it, Katya?
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. I have talk about dream roles. That, that really was, was my
2: dream role. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a hard role, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah. demands a lot of you
2: is. is. We've got that. Yeah. We've got that great film of you somewhere where you know we we had to soak you at the end <laughs> of the uh, production because uh, <laughs> you drowned, and we uh, and we and we and we caught that on film as you did it. It was just wonderful. I'll have to show you that. It's, it's A pretty, bucket of water. Bucket of water yeah, over yeah. you in the ladies' toilet and yeah. back out to back out to do the show again. <laughs> but, uh, but but then, but they yeah, go. That's theatre. I spoil everything for you. Um, we've wanted to do this. Um, P. C. for quite a long time because we've had a good history of Janicek with uh, Katja twice, Unif for once. It's very very successful history of it here. And this one had been on our list. And on the opening night of um Ariadne that you were both in for us, co-production of Scottish Opera, um, I was accosted in a bar <laughs> by the two of you <laughs> and director Stephen Barlow, who said to me in one of these opening night chats people have, um, he's saying. Um, have you ever thought of doing Vixen? I said, yeah, thinking about it right now. And the three of you just almost did this, da-da, here's your show. (laughs) (laughs) It's us. Am I misremembering that, or is that how you remember that?
0: Well, I think it started, we started sneakily... Plotting this uh, <laughs> when we were up in Glasgow, actually. So as I said, we did this Ariadne of um, Naxos, seeing the composer and uh in was a co-production with Scottish. Um, so we were in Glasgow, and we just had so much fun working together. And it's also it's unusual to have such a, a close relationship with another soprano in, yeah. in a show yeah. because often there's just one. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. and to have. Uh, to have similarly important roles, you know, so we really wanted to uh, to do something else together and we were racking our brains and thinking, what, what else could we do? And Vixen popped into our heads. It's, you know, something that I really wanted to do before and, and Julie had not sung The Fox either. So, yeah, so we just um, were a bit plucky about it. I mean, I suppose it's, it goes with the, you know, the character that it I'm playing. It does, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a little bit tricksy, she's a little bit cunning. So, yeah, yeah so we just, we accosted Stephen Barlow um, because we both adore him.
1: Yeah.
0: And, we all adore uh, we Stephen. All adore <laughs> him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he'd come to see the first night of, of adney, And in the bar afterwards, we just said, Stephen, we want to do Vixen. Me as the Vixen, Julia is the box. We want mm. you to direct it. You up for it. <laughs> and he literally, that's how it happened. And he was like, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 And I was like, right, i are going
2: to go and ask James. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, so that's right. That's, so we all remember more or less the same thing. And so because so we have a thing, um, you know, it still exists. We have a thing. Uh, well, every company has it. We have a short list and a long list. And uh, and physically on our wall in my office, when we used to when we used to have an office, um, and you know, the thing we would always say was to to move. Oh, everything on the long list, we actually do what we genuinely want to do. But to move it from the long list to the short list, it needs a p- specific reason to do it. There are things like, I could do Vixen any year, but mm. I need something to to, to do that. Sure, yeah. And uh, and so that's how it moves from one list to the other. And yet on that one, of course, because I adore working with both, you two, Stephen and I have worked together for, I only realised on the first day of rehearsal this, we worked together for like 14 years or something. And then you say, yeah, that's a reason to move that. I've always wanted to do it. That's the reason. So it just moves over. It's, a, it's a strange how things, you know, because it wouldn't have been a show that you'd have pushed me if I'd never wanted to do it. We would have said no. But because we wanted to do it and we're looking for a reason to make it happen, it just really works. And I think, I think we all went, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and this is this is a testament to this company in
0: particular because I think any other place, um, I'd have gone to sleep that night and you know woken up and gone, oh my god, did I just say that? Oh my gosh, that's never ever gonna happen but I woke up the next day and I was like this is happening <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, James is going to make this happen yeah. I, I just you know because we you know we trust you so much and this is such yeah. a collaborative company um, I just I was, I woke up and I was just super excited
2: oh well that's good uh, yeah I'm still excited this now I mean I think that because uh, that was uh, 2018 wasn't it yeah, Ariadne 2018 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. so really um, so so we talked about the story and everything. The music, uh, Julia, because you're the person with me that's done it, Janacek, here. Musically, how do you think it's... What is its similarities and what's its differences to a piece like Katja?
1: Well, you've got s- so many more characters. I mean, mm-hmm. in the other, in the uniform and in Katja, it's more kind of standard. yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe six roles or something it. it's almost the main part yeah. that, that dominates the whole show and, and of course Vixen's a big part but apart from that it's quite you know a lot of small roles mm-hmm. and the, the kids in it and, yeah. his, and chorus has a big role and um, but of course you 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 recognise his his uh, specific music I mean it's, it's still there the, the tonal yeah. reality that, that's in, but yeah um, but it's not so in, in the in the country you have these long, long lines, long psychological uh lines that that sort of stretches and you have the uh, you know, he, he really goes into people's
2: mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is this is shorter, isn't it? Shorter, sort of
2: for me, I also think about him that because he, he writes the most incredible music, but also I think he writes um, music as a as a playwright does as well. You know, it's, it's just uh, I, I often have arguments with other people in my job about this to say we always talk about the, the perfect first opera, you know, and of course there's always Bohem, which I think is a perfect first oh. opera, but I always say the Anachets as well because oh. if you're not into opera, it could easily, even though the music is incredible, you could almost forget that it was one. It, 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 it reads a lot like a play. It's when funny. You see I it. also I recommend,
1: recommend yeah. Janacek actually to people. Yeah, if you're not into, I mean, because there's a certain kind of people who likes Beowm, maybe who, who likes romantic yeah. comedy films or something. Yeah, exactly. But if you're not, if you if you're more yeah. into sort of straight plays or yeah. or alternative cinema or something, yeah. then mm. then you
0: would love Janacek. Yeah. Mm.
1: And obviously, as a child, well, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say for, for a family as well. I mean, yeah.
0: I know that there are definitely this is the kind of opera that can be taken on so many different levels as yeah. a child you, mm. the children will see the, the obviously the children in the show it's always lovely to see yeah. in a show and they will, they'll a, take from it um they'll, a, take, they'll take from it lots of the the fun characters and yeah. the scenes are short and um and they'll enjoy it as a whole spectacle but you can also delve much deeper
2: it's an interesting thought that though because i've talked about that a lot in the run-up to this that Kids, kids seeing kids on stage is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think. It's not always good to produce it. We'll these, work, these kids are brilliant. These kids are brilliant. And now
0: They're we've got all of them. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that cause kids, um, you know, we all, well, it was a long time ago for me, but we always remember when you see kids that are like you, you feel, you know, I could do that.
0: Oh, definitely. You
2: know, and there's definitely. a big sense of that when you.
0: For sure. Yeah.
2: You know. You know, when, you, when you're actually seeing people like this so hopefully we can break, you know, break that down yeah, um, I think,
0: and you know, several of the kids in this have small solo roles as well that's yeah. really, that's inspirational Yeah. I mean, that would have been for me if I would seen one well,
2: of yeah, yeah, yeah let's go back on to individually for a moment rather than this p- precise piece Julia, when did you first sort of think oh. that oh, career in opera, theatre is, is for me what, what was the uh, moment? was it very, very young?
1: Well, my my parents were opera singers, so. Um, so yes. <laughs> well, yes and no because I I really saw all of the sides of the business quite yeah. early on. Yeah, I've always been very realistic about what a career can be like. Mm. And they were also like permanently employed right. in Sweden, as in a company. They yes, were, yeah. uh, which. So they had um, a very different life from, and, and I knew that that was not going to be the case mm-hmm. for me because the, the, those employments are, are not existing anymore. Yep. So, yeah, but I also wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was sort of on that, I mean, go the acting way or the singing way. So I was twenty-three when I decided oh, right. to go for the singing.
2: Which right. was a bit late for but it would always been around. Then, if both yeah. of your parents were singers, classical music had always been around.
1: Yes, I never discovered yeah. the, uh, the art form. Yeah. it, 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 it was, was there. It was just
0: there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting, Jenny for you. Uh,
0: slightly different. I mean, I I come from a, a not not a musical family. Neither of my parents will mind me saying that.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see them both soon. They oh, yeah, they'll come on? in on the yeah. Yeah, front
0: row. Um, but apart from singing at some football matches, I don't think my dad's done much actual singing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I loved um, musical theatre. That's my right. background. So I went to the uh, Arts Ed in Tring right. from the ages of 13 to 18 and was hell bent on having a career in the West End. Mm-hmm. Uh, was approached by some Western agents, even um, when I was graduating. But I'd always done some classical singings when I'd always been part of um, I was part of the National Children's Choir mm-hmm. and up through the youth choirs. So I, I, I always liked classical music. Um, and I think when i when I was eighteen, I just had a kind of epiphany moment that i I was about to go to university to study music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was doing a show at the Edinburgh fringe Festival and our MD said to me, Jennifer, why didn't you think about going to music college? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> why didn't I? <laughs> um, so I had a slight uh, change of, change of tack. so I took a year out, worked in a pub, uh, earned some money to put myself through, uh, nice. through some uh, music college, so, and I got into the Royal Northern. So when I arrived there, I was pretty new at the whole opera thing. Um, I'd, I'd seen a few operas, but mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I'd really spent much time. I was still no. very much kind of jazz hands right. kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> step will change, pumping uh, So, um, you know, so I, I came at it from a completely different place. And I soon realized that opera was everything that I loved, acting, mm-hmm. singing, dancing, mm-hmm. but raised to such... Yeah. at such a standard yeah, that right I point. couldn't I couldn't believe it yeah um, and I just absolutely fell in love with it I was a complete sponge nice.
2: um, it's great isn't I, it yeah, where it I happens just, on I
0: just uh, yeah I just fell in love with it so I was quite late to it as well but um never looked back
2: it's interesting though because I think uh, Jenny I've told you this story before but um it was great at one point where um you know because you, you probably both can imagine in my job so many people say to me you should hear a singer that lives next door to me or there's a singer that you should hear and <laughs> uh i got a friend uh, uh christopher wald who's general <laughs> business partner who said to me my business partner's uh, daughter's a singer you should hear her. And that yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah okay okay yeah i'll go then i'll go just and i went to see you went Oh, okay. That's different. <laughs> that's never happened to me before. A recommendation like that has worked out. So then it was like, okay, that's great. And I think it offered you flight
0: yeah. on the
2: basis of that of, of that um, scene. Yeah. You know, Narina. I think it was. Was it Narina?
0: It was good memory. Yeah, you see, very good memory. We've been
2: casting someone as a controller on one show or on one, I think I remember. I remember the piece absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, the rather
0: big yeah.
2: <laughs> So everything's different. I keep saying this to all of our audiences this year and everything. Everything's different this year for us all, the whole world over. How we're doing things. You know, here we're at the theatre working in the open air most of the time. you are in the picnic deck rehearsing because we can take the signs down. How has it been back to doing stuff again, Julia? Because obviously, we none of us were doing anything for quite a long time.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing being in the same room as people, yeah. as other people, making music together and working creatively. I mean, this is this is even more valued. Of course, we've had such a long time away yeah. from each other, yeah. um, but of course we we're, we're having to compromise a lot, yeah. um, and the it's not it's still not completely free and ideal, yeah yep. uh, but I think it's it's an interesting period because we can really also restart I think yep. this whole opera world, and with all in different positions we've all had so much time to think about what it means to us and how what's wrong with it, what can we yeah we do better. And uh, um, and what what is really important about mm. it? And so I think it's a very interesting time.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, also, of course, we've, we're always flexible, we're all, always on our on our toes for everything to change. But this has been <laughs> extreme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the autumn, I was uh, I was rehearsing in Stockholm, and and each each day you came to rehearsals, you didn't know if they were going to say, okay, this is it. You know, yeah. You can go. To the same during the, um, performances. And, and in the beginning you were like oh, gosh, this is weird but then you got used to that yeah as well yeah weirdly
2: you know I think there's this difference here because we've got two shows on stage at the moment we've got Traviato and Figaro on stage and not in a fatalistic way but every night I say to them and they say to me or whatever could be the last one let's just but it's not in a it, I, I don't mean and none of those do I think um, it, badly it was like let's make the most of it mm-hmm. you know because when we had that because we were cancelling seasons or I know you were both losing shows last year when you've had that the thought that that could happen again never leaves your mind but it just does make you think I'm going to enjoy this while it's here
0: yeah for sure and I think I mean I've done a few concerts and things I did one of the amazing galas last oh, year fun. Yeah, you guys fun, that was on a really beautiful hot day was great. Yeah, yeah. but apart from that you know so that was last August that was the last time I sang in front of right. an audience right and I cannot tell you Like, and the set out if you haven't seen the new uh, the new theatre the seats are so close yeah. to the action to our singers and I think that's going to bring such an exciting new way of watching and performing opera I yeah,
2: interesting scene.
0: can't I can't wait I've missed it so much for me it's been great all this streaming and it's meant that opera has reached people that may not have heard it or watched it before and i think that's wonderful but it's not the same it's not the same one of the major reasons i do this job is that interaction and communication with people live
2: yeah i think that's absolutely right the the streaming was unnecessary and 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 of course a lot of people were doing it before that and we have a bit i never really got into it too much but we've done some decent stuff but there's nothing like that visceral feel of the, of the shared experience, actually, being in an audience or in a company. Mm. And because, you know, we've all done hundreds of shows and sometimes a good show can start going wrong and you can't put your finger on it right that night. And a show that's not really been firing can just suddenly start firing. It's just there's a complete um, different feel on every single performance, which mm-hmm. I've always loved yeah. that thing you go could you stay here every, I stand here every night and go it's going well tonight and you think but well, why is it you know that's and the audiences thing. are
0: different as well every yeah. night you know they're they're just as much a part of it as yeah. what we're doing and we can play off them and um, that's what I'm most looking forward to definitely I think. I'm loving the rehearsals as well being back as, as Julia said being back with friends and colleagues and um, creating art again together is amazing but when we, you know, the combination of that is when we yeah. put that in front of an audience That's kind of I different. think
2: that's right but also when you do that when you do that sort of stuff because um, it takes whatever you however good you are it it takes spontaneity out of it if you're doing it online if you have to arrange a Zoom or or whatever however good that was in that time but being in a room and, and working with Stephen and Jess uh, and I've worked with Stephen a lot, it's my first time working with Jess, but, you know, there is that thing of ideas come out, don't they? When you're yeah. talking, yeah. what about this? And Stephen's one of the most open directors I know of that, this oh, is what one this one is my idea, but what do you dresses, think, and how yeah. do you want to do yeah. this? How do you see it? And then then it all starts working really I, nicely. I've got to
0: say, I mean, I've not worked with Jess um, before either, uh, I did a, a gala, the Swapra gala here a few years ago, oh, yeah. that, and I've wanted to work with her for so long, and for a piece like this as well, it's been really interesting and incredible having a female conductor. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I, I actually, my dad asked me last night. So, how many female conductors have you worked with in opera? And Jess is the first one. Is it really? The no. first one since really? I was at college was done with, um, with huh. Jane Glover. Huh. Um, she's the first female. Right conductor I've worked with for a full opera. Right. Um, and um, that's been a really lovely experience. And again, yeah. she's super collaborative and supportive. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah, so I'm really excited. We've got
2: three female conductors here this yeah. season, Jen. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. come yeah. on, yes, come do. on, I think three. I've
1: with like six or seven Oh, really? I've been really. Wow. Really lucky uh, with that. In
2: Sweden or just around generally? Well,
1: no, actually, both UK and right. Sweden, yeah. Yeah. Even good. at know I had a couple. And then a lot of swing Yeah, very good. And here, because
2: Sean Edwards. and Oh, yeah. I mean, Sean's yeah. pure joy, you know. Mm. Absolutely extraordinary uh, artist, yeah. Okay, well, I've got to let you go back to rehearsals. No, I can hear no everyone getting ready. <laughs> okay. I'm getting ready. I've
0: got to go and kill some chickens.
2: <laughs> go, and, go and do it. Well, listen, we're
0: going to see the kids <laughs> Yes, uh, We're meeting uh, our fox girls. Oh,
2: very yes. good, very good. A well, I, I can't <laughs> wait to I can't wait to see you both. It's great having you both in the in the space again. So, Julia Jane, thank you so much. Thank you
0: for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you have been listening to from the producer's office a series of
1: informal podcasts with James Clutton. For more information on Opera Holland Park, please visit www.operahollandpark.com.